0: It's That episode is back. Thank you for sticking with it while we've been off for a couple weeks. Um, A quick plug before we get to the show. Tonight, Monday, June 11th at 8 p.m. at the Upright Citizens Brigade Theater, the show Dog Fleet is uh, is going on. I co-wrote it with Rory Panagatopoulos. It's got a great cast. It's got a lot of farting dogs that talk and fight crime. And the alien wasp that has taken over the United States. So please check it out, Um, and uh, it's great to be back. Let's hit it, gang. It's that
1: episode, not that episode, not that episode, it's that episode, it's that episode with Craig Rowan.
0: Welcome to It's That Episode with Craig Rowan. Uh, Every week I invite a guest over and we will watch a TV show of their choice and we talk about it and then we talk about other stuff as well. Today my guest is Jim Santangeli, a good friend of mine. You might know him from Jim a Day Calendar on UCB Comedy. Every day he makes a little calendar uh, joke. And he's also <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was going to get through the entire intro. joke. <laughs> and then uh, you all may also know him from The Curfew uh, Saturday nights at the UCB Theater. How are you doing, Jim? 7:30. I'm good. I'm good. 7:30. <laughs> Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I didn't mention the specific time. As <laughs> I said hello by saying 7.30. <laughs> yeah, so. like... How are you doing, Jim? 7.30. <laughs> I'm good, Craig. Thanks uh, for having me. Welcome. So um, before we begin, just to mention that Jim actually has been a part of this episode, uh, this show before it's that episode. He made yeah. the music, uh, the um, music fake intros
1: for the TV shows for the first couple episodes. Yeah, a uh, couple, I think little 7.30. <laughs> uh, I did. I did a few, and it was a lot of fun to do. And uh, then I got really sick of doing it. Yep. And uh, I think you might have gotten. And I also sick of hearing of, it.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I sort of didn't want him to do it anymore yeah. at a certain point.
1: But no and, one wanted. To, no one right, wanted to say yeah, we, stop doing it or I don't want to do it anymore. So we just <laughs> did a couple more that were terrible. And then I think it just sort of fizzled out. <laughs> like yeah, a, any good relationship. Like any good relationship,
0: it's fizzled out. We haven't talked since then. There's a lot of tension. <laughs> <laughs> But Jim also mentioned when he came here uh, to do this podcast today that, he, besides, besides for the fact he's been on multiple episodes, he's never actually listened to.
1: I've not, I've not listened to one of the podcasts. Uh, so I, to, I just wanted to make sure that I was going to do it correctly. Like. You've already messed up. You're wearing shoes and they're on my couch. So oh my god. <laughs> Was that? That's a, no, no. no, I'm
0: just kidding. But uh, still, it. I'm a little upset. How you doing, Jim?
1: Um, I'm good, actually, yeah. Why don't you tell us uh, what hmm. you chose to watch today? Oh, well, uh, I chose Lydia's Italy. Um, it is a cooking show on PBS that I've watched for many years. Uh, I think she had different... Names for her show. I mean, you know, PBS is your cooking shows. You you do the same basic thing, but they give you a different title and they just move your studio. She cooks out of her kitchen in New York. And this, Lydia's Italy, she travels around parts of Italy, picks up tips on, you know, local cuisine and then goes back to her kitchen and and cooks it herself. She has a great restaurant in New York City. Uh, She has a couple, but the one that I've been to is called um, Fate Lydia, on the Upper East Side. Does that uh, mean Faye means sort of like effeminate? she's gay? Yeah, <laughs> like uh, gay Lydia. <laughs> um, she's also part of Italy. If anybody's been to that debacle in uh, Wait, the Flatiron District, I've it's heard like this of big Eataly. Italian restaurant slash grocery store and why do you call it a
0: debacle it's just chaos
1: i mean it's such a tourist trap people go there and they spend fifteen dollars on like uh, a package of dry pasta it's ridiculous wait wait a minute how much should i be spending on a package of dry pasta uh tops three dollars craig i um am how much are you spending on pasta craig 30 to
0: 40 dollars. Oh my god. And the water that we boil it in yeah. is uh, Voss water, so that's about seven.
1: You're spending way too much money on your pasta, correct? You're using Voss water. That's how I, that's how I boil it. <laughs> Do you save the water afterwards? I stuff?
0: just throw it out the window yeah. boiling. Hot. <laughs> <laughs> and then I have to deal with all these lawsuits. I
1: yeah. Oh, you're losing so much money on a dish of <laughs> Yeah. And, and what about the, your it's, sauce? It's very al dente. It's very, very. You don't um, even cook it very much. No, 10, you sort 20. of introduce the pasta to the boiling. Glass. I introduce it. I don't even and put it. You, in. You and you I say, like, yeah. pasta." This is the boiling right. And then the you eat the hard, eat it, and pasta, chuck, the water and chuck the water out the window, and no sauce.
0: Um, I just whatever is in the apartment, just oh, like like Coca Cola or like dust bunnies, whatever.
1: Oh my Coca Cola and dust bunnies. <laughs> I'm the worst coach. <laughs> yeah, that's not good.
0: This is going to be a great show for you then. <laughs> um, so, let me, I, I actually ha, though I haven't watched many. The episode we're going to watch is called The Essence of Maremma, which I assume is a. Marima. I don't know if that's true. It, at it's all. a, I assume, a um, uh, part of Italy. And the it says, viewers, uh, viewers will get a feel for Marema today as Lydia cooks up appetizing poached eggs in a classic yet delightful steak with a side of Tuscan beans and squash. This is where the Tuscan cowboys reign, so look out for a few
1: surprises. And that's what excited me most about it was the fact that Lydia's going to not only teach us how to make Italian-style steak and eggs with, you know, beans and squash, but... We're also going to get a surprise. What I've learned
0: from doing this podcast is anytime a summary of any TV show says surprise, you will be
1: let down. So Mm -hmm. don't don't get your hopes up too much. But you've never seen... Much like I've never listened to your podcast, you have never watched Lydia's Italy. So I think when Lydia says there's going to be a surprise, you better believe it. There's going to be a surprise. When we come back... (laughs) I'm going to discuss the surprise. No, that's it's not be the awesome. show. That's not we'll on the right show. i will be right back. No, no, no. The,
0: the, the, I don't know. You've never listened to my show, but the guest usually doesn't go to a commercial break.
1: <laughs> I don't do the... Uh, There's no
0: commercial break. And okay. that's not how it works. Um, so, Jim, you uh, are Italian. You have mm-hmm. family from Italy. And you cook. And I've eaten food that you've cooked before. Yeah. And it's been delicious. You, uh, you. once invited... I've been invited over for multiple times for food that you've cooked. Yes, and more, uh, last summer you made a, I think a lamb.
1: I made like, um, yeah, that's sort of a Greek uh, lunch.
0: Oh, it was delicious. Sort of, uh,
1: what, what we, heroes gyros. Gyros, yeah. and
0: you had, uh, and but the vegetables were from a garden that you had on your roof. I
1: do have a roof garden. In fact, that's where I just came from. That's I tweaked my back, America. Oh uh, boy, I feel better now. I stretched my back on Craig's floor
0: um you That's did us galore also, also we have listeners in Japan in France oh. in Canada uh in I'm, I'm sorry that I I
1: relegated it to just America
0: That's okay so um ha- 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 so cooking
1: has been a part of mush your- mushi I was trying to think of something that was in Japanese <laughs> <laughs> it's hello japanese um <laughs> oh, I'm ruining Craig's flow <laughs> We'll be right back
0: <laughs> No no you can't <laughs> All right we'll be right back No. um so so cooking has been a big part of your life have you because I know that a lot – I've watched some food shows. I've watched, like, Gordon Ramsay shows or some cooking shows. Um, do you use
1: stuff that you actually learn on these TV shows? I do. I mean, most, most cooking shows, you don't learn anything from it. You just – it's sort of food porn or it's interesting to see, but you think, like, I'm never going to get those ingredients. I'm never going to do those steps. It's too complicated. But there are certain cooking shows where I actually do think, like like, not only – could I do this? I, I actually might do this. like uh, Jamie Oliver's a, a chef that I watch a he lot. He wears of. glasses, right? Jamie Oliver does not wear glasses. Okay. He is the British guy with the lisp who cries when he sees fat people. <laughs> wait, <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> That's a part of his mm. show? He had a show on ABC called like, uh, I don't want to say the name because I'm probably wrong, but it's like Cooking in America or Fat America. I don't know what it was called, but like it was like Jamie takes on America. But he, was, he went to like the fattest city in America, uh-huh. somewhere in Houston. And uh he would just look at what the kids ate and all these fat American kids were running around not even running around. They were, and they were just trying walking trying to there. run around. And he would just talk and he he you know he's got a British accent and he lifts like that and he's he's a mess. And then he saw the fat kids and he just cry and cry and cry and talk about how he wants to change their diets oh, and stuff. He's very passionate about football. But he made something that I always remember, which was a a smoker, like an in house smoker, which was just out of like a, a cookie tin or to the British biscuits. And uh, he would just <laughs> poke a hole in it and like put some smoke, like some uh, wood chips, and smoked and he just smoked it within. His own house. And I thought like, oh, I could smoke something in my own house without like causing a... A mess. That's pretty so cool. So little things like that that I pick up on him. When
0: you said that he cries when he sees fat people, I, fi- mm-hmm. I pictured him sort of like cooking in a square, like in <laughs> a big thing. And then <laughs> he'd just be chopping and something and then right. a fat person walked by and he just like has to stop <laughs> production for a couple of minutes. He's just got to cut okay. for a little while. Um, speaking, before we watch the episode, spe- I mean this just happened I think in the last week and a half, but you're talking about um, fat kids that in New York City that they're trying to or that Bloomberg says that he m- might – limit the amount, uh, the size of soda that you can sell at bodegas yeah, and stores. nothing above 16, 16 ounces, right, yeah. What do you think?
1: Um, I mean, I think it's silly. Yep. I think it's silly that he's just wasting his time with these types of uh, agendas. Um, I don't think it's a, t- I mean, I think it is kind of grotesque that you can get. Like a 60-ounce thing. Yeah, a 60-ounce cup, if you want to call it. Of soda, I mean that is ridiculous. I do think it's pointless, but I mean, let's see. Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? Yeah. cares?
0: yeah, that's. Uh, I, I'm. To me, it's like uh, you can't do that. And at the same time, I'm like, it is disgusting. <laughs> I'm yeah, like, I'm sort of torn. Just, like, yeah. I feel
1: I, I'm more offended by the. I think the waste of time. Right, right. That right. he's sitting there and he has he's. Paying, spending—I I would assume he's spending taxpayer money. I don't know. I don't want to say that. Now. I don't know. Just I throw works. that out there. And be like, he's spending taxpayer money on. That. <laughs> You're gonna start a committee, but on it that. seems like anytime he does anything, taxpayer money was involved, right? And it's all about 16 ounce sodas. And the funny thing was his response to like someone going, "But what? You know, I want more than that." And he goes, "Well, if you want more than that, you just got you got to buy two. Right. So it's just that thought process of like, you got to go. I minute, mean, can I get two? 16 ounce cups There's
0: probably somebody out there Who's like um, To 7-Eleven Is like Why don't you have more than 60 ounces cups And they're like You gotta buy two They're like Why can't they have 120 Why can't they have
1: 120 (laughs) ounces I don't think 7-Eleven Is gonna be affected by it Why not I thought it was Just certain Establishments Oh really Not 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 like Convenience stores Things like that I don't think 7-Eleven No I think so Well as two people Who
0: haven't done Don't know anything About current events if you told me you were going to bring up this question, I sent you a. Uh, you did send Google me all Doc. with yeah, all yeah. my
1: pre-written questions. I've yeah. got a staff here, and we've. Yeah. <laughs> diligently well, you know what done. I'm going to do? Uh, I'm going to re- I'm going to go back and look at your questions. And you know, coming up after the break, we are going to tackle <laughs> these questions thoroughly, and I'm going to have better answers for you. So don't go away. This is that's my channel. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Not what it's called, but we're going <laughs> to. We're gonna we're gonna watch uh, Lydia's Italy, mm. and we'll be back to talk about food. Yummy. Mm, you want some chips?
1: Oh my god! A little bit more.
0: Okay. And this soup, you know, has just oil as a base, so it's a vegetarian soup. So this will give it a lot of body and complexity. Sometimes when it's really not taking it all in, try pulsating it, and that will facilitate for the blades to grab the pieces that are sort of floating. You don't have to really make it very, very fine. Actually, I like this pistata a little chunky. So when the soup is cooking, you have that little texture in the soup itself. And we're back. We just watched Lydia's Italy, the essence of Maremma. Yes, and
1: for those of you who don't know, Maremma is in the south east region of Tuscany. It's um no, it's uh, the other Tuscany. It's the other Tuscany. Can I think that's yeah, Maremma, the other t- what? Can you just fix that thing so it doesn't fall? What the um that little Oh, this thing? Yeah. Everybody, we're just doing everybody, this everybody, is, um, this is some this cuz an ashtray is a little
0: let's off. us just skew. this Listen, first things is first. that an ashtray? Do you have an
1: ashtray in here? It's
0: uh, my mom gave it as a gift. I don't know what it is.
1: That looks like an ashtray. Yeah, I'm looks like surprised. It. You're not a smoker. Um, you don't well, see ashtrays anymore. No ashtray, you, art, ashtray, whatever it might be gone. The, the some of
0: the most famous artists in history were ashtray artists. And and they're struggling now. So if you're like if you, I mean see, you're already a struggling artist. the, um, not to get too heavy, but the I don't know overall suicide rate is down, <laughs> but among astray artists went mm. up, went up, yeah. Man. Anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> so we just watched the uh, Lydia's Italy. I am very hungry.
1: Uh, yeah, you now, know I, I was watching you uh, more, listening to you during the episode, and at first it was like laughing and just sort of gathering. He got sort of uh, hungry. You can see he got hungry. I got really hungry. The food. She won him over. Yeah, the food
0: looks really good. Uh, She made what? She made. There was no surprise.
1: There was no surprise. The, or th- unless the surprise was putting squash in the beans. <laughs> no, that was, in the, that was already spoke. It said beans with squash. And then some surprises. The surprise is the surprise was beans and
0: squash, something we've told you about. <laughs> the the,
1: the sur- surprise was uh, her son cooked a steak.
0: The surprise was she wore a cowboy hat at the end. At the that. end, she
1: wore a very <laughs> fancy cowboy hat. Um,
0: so she made this type of soup with um, mm-hmm. vegetable soup with poached eggs
1: in it. It was called aquacotta, which actually means cooked water. I wrote mm-hmm. that down, which is funny to me because it's just cooked water.
0: But it, it looked really good. It looked really good, And yeah. she poured it, so it, put the egg over a piece of bread and then mm. the, and the broth around it.
1: It just looks so good. It's like a soup that reduces way down into like, it was, what she use? escarole. It was, uh, what was in the stock? Yeah, what was the There greens? was
0: uh, celery, onions, basil.
1: But what was the... Leafy green she put in it wasn't uh, as charred. Good, charred yeah, was charred, charred or just yeah, charred. Whatever. it looked really good. And then yeah, she scooped a, every and then every poached egg got its own piece of bread with oh, all that soup. I'm a big
0: it. poached egg fan. I've never made one. Have but you I, never made a poached egg. I, it's it seems sort of
1: like daunting. You can see it's not. It's just a matter of the. It's, it's poached as long as it's like steamed. It's poached. But people worry about that perfect look of like yeah. the 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 way it looks on a. Um, Bon, uh, Ex Benedict, uh, yes. you know, it's sort of like a big pillow and it's soft inside, and and that you can actually get that two ways. You
0: I, know? I read. Um, have you read any of the Anthony Bourdain's books? No, I read. Uh, I don't know if I finished it, but Kitchen Confidential, right? And he gives sort of you know down and dirty. Uh, sure, stuff. he's Anthony Bourdain. <laughs> he, he,
1: he, yeah, you know him. You know Anthony. He's not pulling punches. Oh boy! <laughs> <laughs> but
0: he mentioned that poached eggs. Are you sh- basically shouldn't get them in restaurants?
1: Not poached eggs. You should not eggs poached Benedict, eggs. Eggs Benedict because the hollandaise, the hollandaise sauce, sauce yeah.
0: is a, f- a breeding ground for bacteria. Yeah, I mean, what is it really? Is it like? It's egg because yolk and- it's some. It's something. Uh, I don't know what it, it's something that has to break. What is that like? You know what I mean? Like, mm. um, I don't know what that means. Me neither. I don't <laughs> know what you're saying. <laughs> I'm making a gesture with my hand that I also don't know what it it represents, but. He, either way, he, it's full of bacteria. It sits around, whatever it might be. It's a Hollandaise sauce, is much harder to make perfect than it is, than you would assume. So that was one of the things I took away from it. And I used to get Eggs Benny. Yeah, you loved uh, your Benny. I love my Benny and the Jets. Jets meaning uh,
1: hash browns. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> and now. Do I, I get um, a side of Jets? And how often, how does that go usually when you ask for a side of Jets? They're usually
0: like, "What do you mean?" Yeah. Or yeah, sometimes once somebody thought I was joking and just threw me out, which I
1: thought oh was gosh. a little bit
0: of an overreaction.
1: That is an overreaction, cause, but then again, they might be Giants uh, fans. Giants fans, or um, or you know, he might have been in Vietnam. He might have been like, no, he wasn't. He was here. He was at the restaurant. I was. This wasn't in Vietnam. No, it was not in Vietnam. I was going to say because if you order a side of jets in Vietnam, they throw you out. Oh yeah.
0: Um, but that book did um, change my perspective on some things. The, the, one of the things was that, that I took away from it, and then the other one was what, what days you should get sushi. Because of delivery and stuff? Because of delivery and stuff,
1: yeah. I think, <laughs> I think, was that the I think, chapter title?
0: Well, one of the things that he said that it was, like, I guess sort of a no-brainer, but they're so... I don't know if I've ever been to one, but they seem so tempting, is, like, never go to like a sushi
1: buffet (laughs) is like
0: those they're basically trying to he said if they're like on Sunday that's like the fish that they're getting rid of more that
1: does sound obvious though yeah it sounds like something you shouldn't have to be told exactly don't go to a sushi buffet but I guess at the same time hey you want sushi well what day is the worst day for sushi for fish I think it's
0: either Sunday or Monday I can't remember
1: because like last delivery would be Saturday let's say
0: so yeah, I I forget what it is. And he says the best nights to go out are like Wednesday and Thursday for dinner. Why? Because Friday and Saturday, I forget exactly. They're so uh, busy that like real foodies, I guess, go out on Tuesday or Wednesday, so, so, or, or Wednesday and Thursday, something like that. Because okay. uh, there's bigger turnaround on tables, and I forget exactly. But so
1: don't don't
0: ever don't go eat to
1: sushi you. on Sundays or Mondays. Something like this, and. Best, don't eat hollandaise sauce. Don't eat hollandaise, it. Hollandaise. I don't know what that's called. Don't eat it at all. There is no good day for hollandaise. Unless you're probably going to like uh, the best restaurant. Sure. Or you're making Western. it yourself or you saw somebody make it. or Right. Um, it's a very complicated thing I've, I've, I've watched somebody make it And it made me feel like I'll never make a how does it, How do you I don't even know I couldn't, I couldn't even possibly remember It was, it was a just lot like It steps. was like sort
0: of His hands were sort of Like the Tasmanian devil Just like
1: you see Like mm-hmm. spinning And stuff. Yeah and then And then it was just done um, <laughs> Now Lydia For those who don't know Lydia Bastianich Who is the Lydia's, Host Host of the show Lydia's Italy She is a Manly Lady, Aside from her, they've got to be triple Ds. I don't know if that's a size, but she's her titties are huge. <laughs> They're big bullet breasts, uh, missile breasts. Bullets are tiny, but huge, right? I'm just going to let Jim go off for a minute on this. <laughs> They're just really big. She's a big busty lady, and she has this tiny head with like a comb over, right? This tiny little man's comb over. She's not in and the, and and the, the tightest pearl not even pearl but it was like a tight it was necklace. like a marge necklace it was like a marge Simpson it, but like necklace like a
0: metal marge necklace with the tightest sweater tight sweater tight bright orange sweater the crazy
1: thing is though then she goes to meet this old lady in Italy who showed her how to make the aquacotta and she looks the same almost yeah, she they has look the very- tight sweater and the huge tits and <laughs> and like ugly costume jewelry a little more hair than her but for the most and the thing is a lot of my relatives look like this craig they all wear tight sweaters they're like overweight but they wear tight sweaters mm. that that hug the rolls and the missile titties and i don't know <laughs> what brawl this is and uh, unbelievable first of all
0: i've never heard the term missile titties said so much <laughs>
1: <laughs> but you've heard the term mistle titties. I've, heard, I've heard it
0: <laughs> but also what do you think it is is it Italian style, because you're, are uh, you talking about Italian? Your family I'm talking lives. about some of
1: my relatives, even in America, some in America. of them who are like chubby little Italian ladies. They wear these like tight turtlenecks or, or the, just tight sweaters in general, thin fabric sweaters. I don't they, know what they, it and is. Big, big, busty ladies, and I don't know what it is. I don't know why it. I don't know. I think women in Italy are more fashionable than I italian think. Well, Italy
0: is a more fashionable.
1: It's the fashion Mecca of Italy. It's not... You could
0: say it's the Mecca and Medina of Italy. I don't know what Mecca and Medina is. It's a reference to ninth grade social studies, which if you asked me to explain further, I would not be able to. Oh, good. Then I won't. Um, uh, so yeah, that's she, who Lydia is. That's she, all yeah, it. she that's who she is. She's um, she's very sort of small. She's, you can tell she loves food. And she... I don't know if it was just me but I, we as a, we sort of I feel like came to it independently that some of the things she said just had a sexual undertone.
1: Yeah, she's getting a little horny throughout the show. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, And just sort of her looks to camera were a little sh- bit sexual. Sultry. Yeah, I know. And it's like she's not to me, a sexual woman. No. There's not, but she was the term she was using. Just she told you when you're rough. using she said rough, when, and when she when you use the uh, blender to pulsate it, pulsate. and then they showed a close up of her pulsating <laughs> it with her finger, which <laughs> is
1: totally unnecessary. And you then know? they cut to these cowboys in Morena, Morena, whatever, uh, Ma- Marema. and she was just like they're Rugged and dirty, and and just, then
0: she she also uh, said she likes it chunky, chunky. She yeah. uh, she also calls certain things hot spots, like in the pan. Oh, yeah, right. The, find the hot find spot. The hot yeah, spot. find the hot spot. And I was just and also some of the slow motion shots of the food and everything is. For, I mean, it is as you were saying. You use mm-hmm. the term food porn, which I assume mm-hmm. you didn't make up that term, but it's I coined it.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: Uh, what do food point. Where do, how do you do? You coin it through an office or
1: like a patent office? Or? If you want to coin something, you go to www.icoinedit.gov. and it takes about two months for them to fact check and make sure that right. if you did say I coined that phrase, um, they can then prove it or disprove it. But and keep in mind you if you use
0: if you use. If you use the term, I coined it, that is a coined
1: phrase. That's coined already. That's been coined. You can't coin, I coined that phrase. Yes. That's been coined. That's been coined. It was coined the minute that was said. No, not true. You're right. Took a couple months (laughs) there. What do you mean? A a phrase isn't coined
0: when you say it.
1: (laughs) Yes, it is. (laughs) It's when you coin it.
0: Yeah. You have to say, I coined the phrase. Or somebody has to... Somebody has to... But um, the phrase I coined that phrase. If you was say, coined, "If you say, let's get ready to rumble," you said that phrase. But you know what? He coined it. Somebody, so you it, think <laughs> you think somebody, the guy
1: you, who said "Let's get ready to rumble" well, that's a patented phrase for real. I, I know it is. I know. I know. You got serious there for a second. But let's get serious. But I'm saying let's get serious. <laughs> um, he coined it as well, though.
0: But when he said it, he said it. Then and that he, therefore it was I feel coined. like you have to say it multiple times. No.
1: You say it once and you coin the phrase. Not true. Yes, because you go, let, he was like sitting there one day and he goes, man, I got to do something for these fights. And he's like, I'm going to just, I'm just going to see what happens. And he goes, let's get ready to rumble. And then he, he walked off and he goes. I just coined a new phrase. Okay, but here, let's go back for a
0: minute because that is a phrase that is specifically coined, and he uses. What yes. about so, something s- different, like and to keep it in the wrestling slash uh, boxing arena, hmm. Muhammad Ali? Uh, what is it float like a butterfly, sting, sting like, like a, bee. a bee? Now he didn't. He said that that wasn't a planned thing. I assume he said it just. I him. think it was actually one of his trainers. But let's say okay, it was him. so let's just say so maybe his, so his trainer said it. He. Okay, so let's say his trainer did say it.
1: Mm-hmm. Muhammad Ali coined it. No. Yep. How? Explain how Muhammad he made Ali made it coined. notable. He made it notable. But that doesn't mean you coined it. Coined, I think, to me is just like I coined that phrase. Like that's my phrase. I came up with that. No, but uh, we got to look up what coined a phrase means. Because yeah. What's co- the word? The, the action of coining something. Is it first time said or most popular person to say it? All right. I'm
0: gonna look it up while just vamp talk about Lydia for a minute.
1: Okay. Well. Um, we learned a little something about cooking a steak today that I thought was interesting. Uh, her son made a beautiful porterhouse steak, two pound, two pounds. It was huge steak on the grill. And at the end, he said, "Resting your steak is more important than cooking it." And I thought that was very interesting because essentially he's saying if you forget to cook it, but yeah, you let it rest. You're fine eating a, a raw piece of meat. Um, it looked very good, and he puts on this little uh, oil. Oh, and, that was so good. Rosemary rub. What's the best steak you've ever had? You know, I hate to say it. It's everybody's probably said it, but it's uh, who's been there. But Peter Luger's porterhouse steak. I've never been to Peter Luger's, but I, I think I need it's to. no different than any other steakhouse in the sense that they just pour butter all over it. It's covered in butter. Like, they serve it to you, and they tilt the plate so that the juices flow to a corner, which then... Wait, so if you,
0: cook, if you
1: cook a steak with butter, like... You don't y- cook it with butter. You grill it like anything on, like a, they have like, a... They just have such an old grill or whatever it is they use. It's so seasoned and good. I think that helps. And they dry age it really well. Uh, so they cook it to your, you know, uh, to what you want, you know, medium, well, whatever. And then um, they slice it up they put it back together and then they pour a stick of butter, melted butter over it. Now that's what I'm talking. And about. that way it's already cut up and
0: it just seeps in. Oh you know? god, that sounds I'm so, we're going to eat after this and we're going to get something <laughs> so good. So this is what coin feeling coin fat. I found to make especially by stamping to convert. Uh, then I can't find a good fucking thing. Yeah,
1: I was right. Okay. I don't care. <laughs> Uh, I also find interesting, oh, let me ask you a question about, like, you're Jewish. Yes. I'm Italian. (laughs) And we're friends.
0: (laughs) (laughs) How could these two goofballs get together? (laughs) One's Jewish, one's Italian.
1: But do you see a similarity in, like, Lydia, like what she looks like, like sort of a busty little Mm. sort of eat something kind of woman? Is that a Jewish trait as well? Busty, uh, yeah, I'd say like an old
0: because an old European sense, yes, yeah. like definitely, like the bubble, you know, like the mm. like, like, what is
1: a bubble? If you were to draw a cartoon of a bubula, like I, a grandma, does I that think, mean wait, grandma?
0: is it, no, I don't know, is bubula what a grandma says to a kid? Oh, she goes, so my, my bubble, okay, yeah. well, what's but a
1: grandma? In, in I just G-O call G-O it
0: G-O. grandma, uh, there should be a term that I should know, probably. But um, I'd, say, I'd say, yeah, I'd say that that makes sense. I, I mean, not in my, my grandparents, no, but I feel like in the sort of old European style, that is yeah. what you
1: sort of expect. They're short, they're busty, yeah. they, they cook for you, that same thing. Yeah, I
0: think mean, yeah, it's a grandmother. I think it's, I think I it's, think it's like, just
1: probably, right? Yeah. I was talking to somebody just about like Catholic guilt. And then they were talking. Someone was talking about Jewish guilt, and I thought, "Is why is there a difference between Jewish guilt and Catholic guilt?" There probably isn't. There's probably no. There's probably but Muslim guilt it, and, and, and but Hindu guilt. Isn't Catholic
0: guilt, if I'm not mistaken, you hold it in more? You're saying Catholic guilt is repressed. Yeah, Jewish I feel like guilt with the Jewish is sort guilt, of like, like vented. Yeah, I feel like it is out there. Jewish guilt is like, like you know me. I'm a sh- Sometimes a stressful guy, and I yeah. feel, and I'm like, it's all I can think about. So <laughs> you know what maybe I mean? that's the difference. It's I, not think, I think having guilt, it's how it's dealt. I with I think it's how it's dealt with. Is the so difference. Catholics suppress it and just. I think that's from what I hear. Okay,
1: that's fair. That's, I think that might. be I'd the like difference. to know what like Muslim guilt is, how it and and Hindu guilt, like how do those? Uh, if we're gonna separate it, the Jewish and Catholic, like what are those guilts like? All right, why don't you answer that question? Our
0: third friend who's Muslim who's here. <laughs> Imagine if one of us came on and just did a really yeah, offensive. I, I would never be the pro- <laughs> That setup was like. Uh, it's Jim's leaving. Jim, Jim's heading out the door. Well, <laughs> I, I could never do it. Justice. Um, uh, my favorite thing in the episode or my favorite line in the episode was, um, the son, what was the son's name? Lydia's son who cooked the steak. Michael, I forget, I don't know. Michael, I forget, or whatever his name was. He said that the wine from Marema was a mouthful of <laughs> a mouthful of Tuscan
1: sunshine. Yeah. I was like, that is yeah. the
0: cheesiest fucking thing. It it's just, like a
1: mouthful of Tuscan sunshine. He, he, He's uh, kind of lame. So here's my Sleepy question. Sleepy-eyed motherfucker.
0: Here's my question for you, because you know a bit about the cooking world, or you've watched a lot of these sort
1: of shows. I do. Spend too much time watching cooking. So,
0: shows. okay. To me you're a great chef or a cook and you have a restaurant. But what, how, uh, beyond, like this woman, do you think, because she's an old style woman sort of, she's probably been around for a while, she's Mm -hmm. a little bit older. When I hear about cooks that make it now, it's like you work your way up from the bottom to the top, right? Sure. Did she work? Was she a, what's it called, line cook to start? You know, or all these people? Because to me, this feels a little different. This is like family-style cooking, right. but she has restaurants. How does she become a, su- uh, not a superstar, because she's on PBS, but but you know what I mean?
1: She's like, pretty well known. I mean, if you're a true foodie. In the food world, know, she's a superstar. She's, she's, yeah, in the, at least in the New York cooking scene, I think Lydia Bastrana, Jamari Batali, these are people who stayed in New York, Bobby Flay, and they they are part of the like Italy world. Right. And they have multiple restaurants. And, but
0: how does she build her her, uh, her empire?
1: I don't know. I don't know her backstory. She has a bunch of books. I'm sure there's an explanation. She reminds me of like Paula Deen. You know, like Paula Deen's similar. They like found success cooking in their older
0: age. You know, but to me Paula Deen's different because she's got an attitude. You know what I mean? Like the, oh well, Lydia?
1: Paul That's why Paula Deen's on the Food Network, right. Paula Deen cooks Americana, like, Southern-style food, and she's got sass. She's got some sass. So she's far more marketable than a fucking bald, busty Lydia Bastianich who, <laughs> who chews like a cow. She chews like a fucking cow, right? Right she eats on the side of her mouth and i think the microphone the lav mic is like on her fucking throat because yeah. it's just loud and <laughs> gross um so sound guys not... must be sitting there just being like oh my god <laughs> right. like stop. or she's watching the edit and she's going like could you raise the uh volume on I I my I, I want my gullet to be I more noisy I want you to hear how i chew because the food is not good here so um but she's what... not marketable clear she's pbs marketable but still but she might have the same she might be ha- has an empire. She, I mean, she's, yeah, yeah but so, you're asking how she, how she actually made, got, to got to she it. She probably was just a mom, you know, a great chef. I don't know. I mean, Paula she, she, Dean was like this mom who cooked a lot and then people loved it. So she started like packaging food. She would make food every night and like send it to local stores and it would just go, right? They would crazy. buy them all. So she just did it more and then maybe opened up her own little restaurant and then her first cookbook made her, you know, little steps as opposed to like. Whereas I'm sure Mario Batali was a, a, line. A, a line cook who became a chef, who then became an owner, who became a, a food TV show superstar. Yeah, well, it's just crazy. I it's don't know what Lydia's um, sort of journey was. I'm sorry. No, no, no. That's okay. But she doesn't look like somebody who started. But that's with why it's impre- like, right? It's
0: impressive. I mean, to me, it has to come down to some. Like, if you're on the Food Channel, you're a star. It has to do with personality. But if you're on a PBS, it's
1: just got to be great food. I mean, right? I would, I would think so. I don't know. They have some shit cooks on that show, man. Really? Oh, man. They have this woman named uh, um, on Marie channel. Esposito. On Food Channel? On the PBS. On the PBS. So, like, Sundays on PBS is a lot of cooking shows. And they just have some of the worst. And there's this one How do you know that, the food's bad? I don't know the food's bad. But the, the, the hosts are, are just terrible. terrible. They're boring. You don't see them like they look messy. They like don't wash their hands in between. Like if someone cuts a chicken and then doesn't wash their hands, oh, after yeah. cutting it—that's there's, there's a problem. Disgusting.
0: There, right? There should be one show where it's called like "Good Looking Bad Food," and they just make incredible, <laughs> incredible. Like it looks just as good as everything well, I thought you else. You meant like
1: the cook is really attractive, but the food is terrible, and you'd well, that, eat it. You'd eat it anyways because <laughs> yeah, you're with no. a beautiful. Person. So there are two shows that are similar premises. <laughs> one is. The
0: food looks incredible, but it tastes like shit. Yeah. And one is the cook looks amazing and it tastes like shit
1: <laughs> and looks like shit as well. I think that would be yeah, <laughs> yeah, easier and, and to watch because that might be what we're watching now. We might be watching <laughs> they, shows where the food looks good but tastes like. There shit. should be a show where it's just like the hottest chefs and it's just like this looks like shit and they have yeah. a studio
0: where they like like Emerald gives it to people in the audience, you know, yeah, and yeah. they're just like, oh, oh this is terrible, you're so this beautiful. Is terrible, but you are so fucking <laughs> you're
1: hot, so hot. Why
0: don't? Why don't all right, let's pitch that. You got it. Y- you got it, dude. Um, um. Uh, has, so, and uh, talking to your person, personal personal, uh, <laughs> what's your what's your favorite thing to cook?
1: I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I I think I like to just cook a simple pasta i mean pasta's simple i like uh are fun to make mm-hmm. i actually i always try my girlfriend's not as big a fan of frittadas i think as i am i think i'm always like frittada and she'll be like nah, yeah the difference really. between a frittada and an omelette is the it's like it's i think a lazy man's omelette because an omelette you got to really pay attention to right you got to keep it fluffy you got to fold frittada is more sort frittata, of you just through. yeah you keep it on the, the in the pan and um, you never flip You just keep it as is And then you actually You can flip it Or you could Like take the whole thing And flip it And put it back in Or you could put it Under a broiler And just brown mm. the top And then all you do Is you like Shake it a little bit So you know It's all gonna come out Put a big plate On top of the frying pan Or or skillet Whatever you used And then just Flip it over And it'll just The bottom Is now your top And you cut it like Hey man pie. That's life the bottom is now the top, man. Yeah, that happens all the time. Hey, man, you got to hit the bottom before you get the top. The bottom That's the best. People have been on the bottom, just think like Lydia it. when she started. Think cooking. about it. Think about it, Lydia. So wait, stop. No, I'm serious. Let's think about it. Lydia, Lydia, started at the bottom like a frittata. It's hot down there. You're closer to the heat. It's sweatier. Dangerous. It's 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 sensual
0: in a way Sensual and you it's gotta hot.
1: pulsate The pulsating gotta, down there is Oh it's unbelievable unbelievable. And with titties like that it's not a lot of room to be Wait. down in the bottom Missile titties Missile titties Yeah you tap those nipples and that shit explodes <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god That was unbelievable I am so horny right now You know what else I think I'm just gonna go back to the show a little bit Yeah of course please Two things I notice about food or cooking shows. A lot of times a cooking show chef will go like, I'm going to add a little oil into the pan. And they say a little oil. But they pour – it looks like a cup of oil. Yes. Oil is – oil, butter, the things we're talking about. like It's almost proof that food can't be good. To these chefs, food can't be good uh, unless right. it's just full of fat. And I, I almost agree. you know, right. But like butter, oil, a lot of salt, obviously. Um, yeah, they put so much –
0: he said – uh what did he what was the way he said it um Fun- funny enough he said funny enough I like my steak salted like I like my pretzels like like a pretzel yeah just salt tons on, of
1: salt and he put tons of thick
0: kosher salt all over yeah, the like steak yeah like really chunky ass salt um, yeah I mean it, and then more he put
1: more once he, he cut more. it and then just I mean, yeah,
0: I feel like you can't, but you can't eat like that every day. I mean, that's why she's, I feel like if you're eating like this every day, that's why you look like that.
1: But they're teaching us to cook, and they're teaching us to cook with a lot of oil, a lot of butter, a lot of salt. Right. And I'm sure there's cooking shows, and then the cooking shows that are like, well, here's just good produce, or here's good food. Right, sure, sure. Taste the food, you don't need to put that much oil on it. Those are like the boring shows that no one watches.
0: Because, well, there's not a process to it, too. You know what I mean? I feel like this is like everything looks fucking dense and good and like yummy and simmering. And, yeah. But then look, Paula Deen, diabetes.
1: Sure. You gonna tell me Lydia doesn't have diabetes? She's got two. T- she has no toes. <laughs> <laughs> she was leaning on her counter quite a bit. She has no way of stabilizing. <laughs> <has> no toes. <laughs> um- I didn't
0: uh, think of that. <laughs> um, so one of the things I do on the podcast is uh I have people uh, come up with a drinking game for the show oh. what would you, what would you, what were would be things that you would drink to on
1: the show um, well her her um adjectives are are very colorful she says she says complexity mm. a lot mm-hmm. she always says i think it's like when she came to America. She learned the word complexity, and she'll so Like always. If you don't
0: know what you're saying. Just use the word complexity. Yeah, she'll
1: just chew and be like, <laughs> and "She's like, you could the complexity of the uh, creamy beans and the uh, the sweetness of the squash combined with the complexity of the salted steak." She says complexity a lot. Honestly, I bet if we watched two more episodes, we would be tanked on the word complexity. Um, and what would we be drinking? We would be drinking uh, a wine from Maremma, which is, as we know, a mouthful of, of sunshine. sunshine. We'd be drinking a mouthful of sunshine. We'd be drink drunk on, on
0: sunshine. Man, I am so hungry right now. Now, let's move on to the next portion of the show where we talk There's about more. what we would like to eat for lunch today. <laughs>
1: I would. I'm feeling fat. Okay. I'm gonna be honest.
0: I need to eat I want to eat healthy too.
1: I'm feeling so fat. Craig needs to eat healthy. He's got some things up up coming that he needs to look good for. Okay. I have a wedding this weekend. I'm you're gonna be eating a lot there. I mean that
0: you're gonna be right.
1: I assume. You never know. It's kind of an Anglo wedding. Mm-hmm. I find those weddings have like a salad, a nice piece of chicken wing. Like a piece of the wing, you don't even get the whole. Wing. A salad, a, yeah. pe- a half of a chicken wing, half of a chicken wing, and a thin slice of cake. <laughs> and so I remember my father would go to weddings, and if it was like not an Italian person or whatever, if it was like just sort of a white person, um, he would always be prepared. <laughs> it's a nice day for a white wedding. <laughs> He'd always be prepared to like get a burger afterwards. Definitely. And there was a couple times when we like drove to. Like, to a drive-in burger place after a wedding. Because, and, you know, look, hey, rightfully so. Weddings are about the wedding, about the bride and right. the groom and the family and the dancing and the drinking and all that. But, like, gluttons like us, it's it's food. yeah. And dancing comes second. And what the bride even looks well, yeah. like is She looks different. like... It doesn't matter if she looks like shit. If there's Right, fucking- it's like, oh, my God, they fed us so well. And I, I do think that's, like, that is a huge reason why... I am fat. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that, I thought you were going to say something about weddings. And then
0: that's a huge reason why that's when I That's why
1: most marriages end in divorce. No. It's, um,
0: <laughs> well, your, your family, you also invited me a couple summers ago yeah, to your family's right. house for uh, a brick oven picnic. A brick oven picnic. And it was unbelievable. Your dad has a brick
1: oven that he built. He built it. We, he built our house. And uh, much like the smart pig, he used brick. And he had extra bricks. And so, with the extra bricks, he was like, "I'm going to make a brick oven in the backyard." And it's kind of an eyesore; it's not a very attractive looking oven, but it cooks the
0: ugliest oven I ever seen. So. Right?
1: If all the brick <laughs> ovens you've seen, Krieg, that one might be the ugliest.
0: But you, so it was so good; he'd be just hot pizzas coming right out of the brick oven, Just fresh pizzas, tons man. of food,
1: uh, and then food around it. Like it's like oh, yeah. the centerpiece is the pizzas coming out of the oven. But he puts in like a, like a lamb in the oven. Ugh. He'll put like potatoes in the oven, and it cooks and. Five minutes it's oh, so hot so good and i've and never experienced that before it.
0: it was unbelievable it was really uh, a great experience it is
1: I, you know i'm i'm proud of my love of food um and i'm also like absolutely tormented by it but um but it is something that i, I it's hard i love, I, I, love f- I feel
0: like no matter what and i feel like people lots of people have issues food issues But, like, food is the center of so much. It's like, Mm -hmm. what are we going to have for dinner? Mm Because dinner, it's like, it's when you talk, it's going out to dinner is nice. Making a dinner is nice. There's so much socially. And then it just, food just tastes good. It's Ah, just so good. Good food is so
1: good. (laughs) We're getting hungry. (laughs) We are so hungry. Have you done one of these and gotten hungry? done one of these uh i mean this is the podcast only food-related I know, this,
0: well i also uh not to do my own horn i worked out this morning good for you. so good for, and i had it. a small breakfast and i'm super hungry and looking at all that food is making me so
1: hungry we yeah. have to get something good for i mean i want something healthy but yeah i mean we got to we got to help each other craig got to help each other out we got to do something because if i'm alone if i was alone right now done <laughs> done suicide
0: <laughs> you'd be like one
1: of the uh, uh kill myself like the many uh <laughs> what the fuck <laughs>
0: We ashtray,
1: were. as the ashtray
0: artist, the ashtray artist. that was like 20 <laughs> minutes ago and we can't couldn't that was like lazy that's how lazy our brains are right now it's just hot in here and <laughs> Wait, we have food on it's the hot mouth. Well, it's we, kinda hot too it's kind of hot here what well. you couldn't see if you're listening to this is when we, we both knew there was a reference to the suicide <laughs> and we both were looking at each other grasping for what it was I saw
1: you as like a hot dog like you see in cartoons yeah and you were a big chicken steaming and I had <laughs> a chicken wing just a, a piece of a chicken half wing half of a chicken wing um, uh, so Lydia is great. um Craig is hungry. I am fat. That is the <laughs> show. coming up after the break we're going to tackle another episode. Are we doing another episode? No we're not i'd like to oh, thank my no, I'd like to
0: thank my guest Jim Santangeli for coming over uh I will uh at the end uh i'll let you know what we had for lunch and
1: uh and thank you for listening. Jim, do you have anything uh, to plug? Uh, I think I officially coined the phrase "missile titties." Um, and no, you coined the phrase uh, "touch the tip," and they touch the tip. <laughs> That's the phrase you. Coined. Uh, no, just um, go to Jimaday. dot com. Uh, I make them every day, once a day. They're very funny. So go enjoy it. They're silly, and uh, you know I'm only halfway done with the year. So, so
0: you're doing to if for somebody who doesn't know. A video every day for the full year of 2012 uh, as if it's a live video – a video calendar. Yeah,
1: like a a page-a-day calendar that you put on your desk and you enjoy every morning. Uh, The same thing is with my videos. I tell you the date. If it's a holiday, I I touch upon it. And ultimately, you get a 30 to 45 second (laughs) – You're choking.
0: And and ultimately, you get a 30 to 45 percent (laughs) discount. (laughs) (laughs)
1: a forty-five percent discount
0: of the whole year, and uh, you do
1: have to pay to watch my videos.
0: It's like uh, it's like a pay pay site. Um, well, thank you so much, Jim, for coming. My uh, pleasure. I very much appreciate it. Let's let's go eat lunch. Fucking a. Thank you for listening to it's that episode. It's good to be back. Um, my guest again was Jim Santangeli. Uh We went out to lunch afterwards. We went to a place called Moo Burger, a burger place, but. We got salads. We got good salads. His had a, a turkey patty in it. Mine had a lamb patty in it. We had a good time. We talked a little bit. We uh, we enjoyed our meal. It was great uh, to watch uh, a lot of food and then uh, a TV show about food and then to eat immediately afterwards. It was very satisfying. Uh, Check in back. Uh, I'll have a new show next week. Uh, I'm glad to be back. I'm glad you're listening, and I'll, I'll talk to you soon. I really appreciate your listenership. And, uh, and if you want, um, have a great day. If you don't want, have whatever type of day you would like. Have a great night and an early mañana. Adios, amigos.